You're, you're, you're listening to the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. Welcome to the Herd and Ten Podcast. Here's your host, Jake Putinsky. to the Herd and 10 podcast. I'm your host, Jake Fortinsky. We are brand new to this network and it is exciting to be here, to be part of the worldwide sports radio network. We are on the radio, basically. We're live streaming video. We're live audio. We're going to be on demand everywhere you need to find us. We're going to be on radio.com, which is Odyssey now, which only radio shows get on. We're going to be on Apple. We're going to be on Spotify. Anywhere you can find the worldwide sports radio network, you are going to find us. You're going to find me. You're going to find my brother, Kevin Fertinsky, who is my co-host, but is not here tonight. Unfortunately, he had... A prior engagement he was unable to make it but you got under a half an hour with me tonight this show is gonna run every single Monday from 7 p.m. to 7 30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time now there will be the odd week that I miss or my brother misses we're doing the best we can we we both work we're busy guys but boy oh boy we love the bills and this this was a tough one this is a real tough one. I mean, if you're if you're listening by now, you've seen the game. You know what happened. You know the Bills were in a, a crazy game. Under the blazing heat in Miami, the Bills fall. The Bills fall 21 to 19. Even with a safety, the Bills lose. It's a tough pill to swallow. The Bills looked, I think, pretty good. I think that there's stuff to improve on. But I think the Bills look good. I don't really have any serious concerns coming from this. I feel pretty damn good about the Bills. I think we're still the best team in the NFL. And no one's taking that from us. I think that when you look at this roster through and through, we're still the best. Even with the injuries, I think we're still a great team. I think that all the fans listening right now, don't panic. Now is not the time to panic. Yes, it, it's frustrating to lose to the Miami Dolphins, but it won't happen again. It will not happen again. I don't believe the Dolphins are a true 3-0 team. I think it's been fluky. I think their win against Baltimore was a fluke. And I think their win against the Bills was miraculous. I think that the only way they were going to beat the Buffalo Bills is if everything went wrong for the Buffalo Bills and everything went right for the Miami Dolphins. And that is exactly what happened. 
Josh Allen looked fantastic. Threw over 60 times. Threw for over 400 yards. Rushed for almost 50. Led the team in rushing. Touchdowns. He, he did it all. Converted on third downs. Converted on fourth downs. But we still lost. The Bills do have a problem on defense. I want to talk a little bit about that. The Bills, the Bills have a big problem on defense. There are a lot of injuries. And, I mean, if, you, if you're a Bills fan and you're watching, this is not the same defense without Jordan Poyer and Micah Hyde. And we all knew that going into this game. I, I like to think that we could have that next man up mentality and actually get the job done. Now, we couldn't. I don't think our defense was bad, though. I don't think the safety play was bad, but I don't think it was good either. I mean, uh, biggest play of the game. Bills have the Dolphins backed up third and 22. Bills go in, I believe, a cover two. They have the two safeties back. So the corners know they have help. And Jalen Waddle runs straight down the field. No double move. No nothing. Splits. Hamlin and Johnson and gets an easy catch. I, I have to note this. He was wide open on this play. And both safeties were there and neither did a thing. That is a problem. I can tell you for certain that would not happen if we had Hyde and Poyer. Even if we had one of them, that doesn't happen. But of course, even with all the mistakes... Still could have won this game. We had this game. But man, the, these injuries, these injuries are piling up. I'm not even going to go through the list of all the injuries. You know, everyone is injured. Everyone's hurting. Everyone's out. Down to our third strings, fourth strings on the offensive line. Of course, Miami screwed us with the heat. They, they didn't allow us to have shade. No mist, no nothing. And look, you can't complain. It's part of the game. You got to be prepared. And the Bills, uh, not so prepared for the heat. You know, you train, you do the best you can. You try to simulate that heat, but you can't, you can't quite do it. And it hurt a lot. I do also need to bring up the, the Tua Tagovailoa concussion back issue. There's no way that was a back injury. I'll just come out and say it. There's no way that, that was a back injury. I mean, come on. It's a joke. He was down. He smashed his head on the on the ground after barely being touched by Matt Milano. And of course, that was called roughing the passer. Not entirely sure how. Wasn't a late hit. Didn't drive him to the ground. Didn't hit him in the head. Didn't hit him below the knee which they did to Josh Allen multiple times during the game, and Dawson Knox, and the list goes on. No call. Well, there was a call on that one. No calls on Josh Allen, though. Well, there was a penalty against him, but no, no, no roughing the passer. But Tua Tungavailoa falls, smashes his head on the field. You can see he's wobbly, slowly gets up, kind of looks a little off, He's touching his head, shaking his head, adjusting his helmet on his head. Nothing to do with his back. Starts walking. 
practically collapses on the field, gets up, looks completely woozy like he doesn't know where he is. His teammates have to pull him up and help him off while he's adjusting and loosening his helmet because it probably felt tight on his head because he had a concussion. Leaves. Miraculously in the second half, he comes back. I don't know. I don't have an explanation. Concussion protocol. He passed concussion protocol. Well, I guess there's a way to beat the concussion protocol because he he had a concussion. Now, win or lose, I would be talking about this. Like, I think some people might be listening and going, oh, you're just complaining because the Bills lost. That's not the case. This is a matter of safety for the players. This is embarrassing for the NFL. And that is why immediately they announced that they're going to be investigating this and they're going to be probably changing the concussion protocol. This is not a Bills thing. This is a player safety situation. I mean, the guy had a concussion and he somehow came back. I don't think there's a doubt in anyone's mind that he had a concussion. I mean, maybe Coach McDaniel, he can say all he wants. It was a back issue. We all know that that's complete nonsense. If you have a back issue, you don't grab your head. You don't look like you're about to collapse unconscious because your back is hurting. You don't look at your teammates with googly eyes if you have a back issue. Let's move on. Bill's lost. It happens. You're not going to win every game. Anyone who thought the Bills were going to go 17-0, I mean, it's great, but it's not realistic. It was never going to happen that way. And that's okay. It's good. Let the team face, face, face some adversity now. Let them deal with that now. Let them soak that in. Let them get angry. I don't want them cocky. I want them taking the game seriously, no matter who you play. I don't care how good you've been against the Dolphins. I don't care. Now is the time to step up. You're playing against another great team this upcoming week. You're playing the Baltimore Ravens. You're a top team. You're the favorite to win the Super Bowl. Everyone is going to come and give you their best. And you better be prepared. You also better be healthy. The Bills need to get healthy. You know, I don't think a lot of people are talking about it enough, but the, the Mitch Morse injury missing him was was massive. Obviously, the, the hype, the media was all around Bills missing their safeties, you know, with the starting cornerbacks being rookies. But Mitch Morse, I mean, the Bills had a chance to get a field goal in the first half. Snap gets messed up. I don't know if any, everyone listening, the rule is that if you bobble the snap like that on a, on a potential spike, you, you're not actually allowed to spike it, which is why Josh Allen had to throw to Stefan Diggs. He didn't have a choice. He got a little screwed at the end. McKenzie couldn't get out of bounds. No time left on the clock. Snap again, maybe was a little slow. A lot of things went wrong. A lot of things went wrong in this game, and it's okay. Things are going to go wrong. It's part of being a football team. It's part of being a good football team. Not every game goes according to plan. We were supposed to beat down on the Dolphins. At least I thought we were going to. Whether we had a good defense or not, that's what I thought was going to happen. Let's jump into a segment. This is the one segment today. I'm keeping it quick. Stock up, stock down. I got a big stock up for everyone. Big, 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 big stock up. Gregory Rousseau. Man, this guy looks good. He looks fresh. He looks fast. He looks dangerous. 
part of that comes from playing with a future Hall of Famer in Vaughn Miller. I think he has helped Rousseau immensely. I don't think Greg Rousseau is the guy he is now. I don't think he's the defensive end he is now without Vaughn Miller for two reasons. One, having Vaughn Miller on the field with you so teams have to worry about Vaughn Miller and opening up stuff on the other side for Rousseau. It's also the off-field, the preparation, the training. Vaughn Miller's been helping train Rousseau. He brought him to his lineman, his defensive end camp. He's helping him every day at practice. You better believe it. That is why Greg Rousseau looks so damn good. He's got a sack every game. But it's not just the sacks. Someone wise just has told me before. It's not about the sacks. It's about how often you put pressure. And Rousseau is doing that consistently. Every single game. He's just going. He's like a machine. Talking about machines. How about Motor Singletary? It's another stock up in my books. Didn't have a good running game. Averaged 0.8 yards per carry. If anyone's wondering. But man, oh man. Receiving. He looked great. He's catching almost everything. He did drop one, but it was quite a bit of ways ahead of him. He had to one-hand it. Fine. He had a lot of catches. Hit a lot of yards. He, he looked good. Touchdown. He looked really good. Reggie Gilliam. That's another big stock up for me. I think he looked really good. I think he's showing us he could be sort of our hybrid tight end fullback like we had hoped he would be. He's blocking well in the run game and in the pass game. And this guy can receive. Jeez, I, the, the lineup for us, the number of receivers we have, the depth at receiver is, is no joke. We knew that coming in, but wow. Of course, some of our receivers had some drops. Diggs had a couple drops. Gabe Davis had a crucial drop in the end zone. It was a tough one. It was a tough one. And, and I got to talk about stock down here. I don't know if everyone's going to agree with me on this one, but Zach Moss, stock down. I know he had that one run. To me, that was an anomaly. That was a very, very rare run for him. Actually, in fact, it's the longest run of his career. 43-yard run. And look, don't get me wrong. Zach Moss had one great run. It's not enough to let him be a pro. He was part of the problem. Let's not forget the Bills' second drive. They ran the ball twice, first and second down. Zach Moss gained barely gained a yard in both times. It was because he's indecisive. He's hesitant. He doesn't hit the holes fast enough. He also doesn't have the speed once he gets through anyone. I mean, he can barely get back to the line. And that, of course, led to a third and eight deep in our zone. Deion Dawkins doesn't pick up his guy. What do you know? Josh Allen gets hit blindside, fumble. He handed them a touchdown. So really, our defense only gave up 14 points in my eyes. The first seven doesn't count. They were at our like three-yard line. Zach Moss, big stock down. Not, not impressed with him at all. I honestly don't. 
understand why he's on the field. I think James Cook is a hell of a lot better. I think James Cook had a had one incredible play where he had one of the best jukes I've seen in years. He had a bit of that LaShawn McCoy shake and bake feel to him that Singletary does not have, that Zach Moss certainly does not have. I think James Cook is much, much better than Zach Moss. I think Singletary is much better. I think Josh Allen's a much better runner than Zach Moss. I don't think Zach Moss belongs on the field. I don't think he's a good blocker. He's not a good pass catcher. He's slow. He's not a good runner. He's he's everything that I've said. I would really love to see us move on from him. I get it. You drafted the guy. You wanted to give him a shot. You've given him more than enough times to show what he's made out of. And it ain't steel and it ain't iron. I think it's time to move on from him. I really, really do. All right. We only have a few minutes left. I know this is a quick one. Let's talk about the upcoming matchup against the Ravens. Let's talk about it. It's a big game. You're playing another good team. I mean, I think the Bills have been have been very good against Lamar Jackson. We've generally showed up very well against him. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about keys to the game here. I lied. There are two segments, not just one. Keys to the game. Pressure Lamar Jackson. He's going to make mistakes. If you pressure him, he will make mistakes. And by pressure, I don't mean going all out and then letting him roll out and take off. I'm talking about pressure, a.k.a. contain, and bull rush. If you don't know what a bull rush is, plow over the offensive lineman, basically. Push them back. Squeeze that pocket. Make it difficult for him to run. Make him throw and make him throw under pressure. He will make mistakes. Mark my word, he will make mistakes if you do that. And don't get beat deep. Which is, it's a tough one. We're out a lot of corners. Benford's out with that broken hand. Obviously no hide, no Poyer. Dane Jackson might be back. You got Kair Elam, rookie. Our secondary is kind of in shambles right now. So getting beat deep, I mean, it's actually a tall task. And then the final thing really for me, I mean, I don't need to talk about our offense. I, I know we're great. Control the clock though. Keep the Ravens off. Keep their defense on the field. Get them tired. Get them worn out. And keep Lamar Jackson and the offense off. Have those long sustained drives. Just like what we just did against Miami. Just minus all the other garbage. Minus all the injuries. Minus the terrible heat. I think we have this game if that happens. I really, really do think we have that game. I think we're going to bounce back big time. I think we're probably winning this game 31 to... Let's go 31 to 21. I think we could give up three touchdowns. I do think that's possible. But I don't see us having another game with less than 30 points. As long as our offensive line is even remotely healthy, we're putting up over 30 points. No doubt in my mind. No doubt in my mind. Well, that's going to do it. This was great. Great start. Love this. Love this. I want to thank you all for checking us out, sticking with us. We've moved quite a few times, but look, we got picked up by a radio network. We're live everywhere. We're going to be on demand everywhere. So check us out. 
Go to Worldwide Sports Radio Network. You can check us out there anywhere. You can check me out on Twitter. DM me at jfortinsky NFL. You got any questions about the Bills? You can check us out on any social as well. Herd and Ten. We're always happy to talk. And next week, we'll have my brother here, Kevin Fortinsky. So we'll be we'll be picking his brain a little bit too. I know he's not too happy about that loss. Well, thank you. You're, you're, you're listening to the Worldwide Sports Radio Network.